Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today's date is June 2nd on the time of recording. Um, on this week's episode of Not That Serious XM, we are getting a little more serious. Um, last week on May 25th, we had the death of George Floyd by the hands of a police officer. He pretty much got a knee to the throat for eight minutes and it proceeded with his um, unfortunate death. The country right now is in confused, hurt, pain. in pain, betrayed. A lot of people are taking this seriously. And the country as a whole has just had enough of this stuff. I feel like every other month there is something on the news showing police brutality in any form, honestly. Injustices, mostly injustices to the Black people in our communities. A lot of... um Things that we have not addressed as a country, we have addressed them before, but we haven't taken it to the extent that we should have. In my opinion, we've kind of take care of it, pass a nice little law, say, here you go, and just let it, you know, let it be for four years and years to come. So on this week's episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in the country, the state of the country right now, and pretty much our opinions on this everything going on and just um we tried our best to not give you any misinformation kind of give you what's going on and uh just a travesty that this country's going through right now hmm. well let's start with george floyd himself and what what's happened so, so like you said he was really he was killed he was killed by those police officers and unfortunately you know it's not that of um, police brutality and um, misuse of authority and power that that we've unfortunately grown familiar with. We've we've, you know, police brutality has become a topical um, topic. It's become you know a household term that we're all familiar with. And if we look back at uh, Ahmaud Aubrey's death, back in February he was killed um, by two by two white people not police officers or anything. Ahmaud Aubrey was on a jog and he was uh, hunted down. Well, he was fought and he was followed um, on his jog and eventually cut off and a video surfaced showing a struggle, three gunshots, and then him falling over and dying. And th- let it be known, he was killed in February, I think February 23rd. And the prosecutor and his murderers were not prosecuted until May. Yeah, the fact that they weren't prosecuted for that long, they were kind of just let go right after shows. I don't know. It's it's weird. I when stuff like this happens, it's kind of evident that racism does exist in this country in a sense, because something some stuff like this, if you were what excuse did these people have to be let go the first time? They obviously killed the man. Their excuse was that he might have looked like someone that was kind of a running around that a suspect in a yeah a suspect um, trying to go into like their houses or something like that. I don't know. It was a really bullshit excuse. Like he, was he killed them on a jog. He was p- reported of um, one. There was a suspect in the area reported of breaking into houses, and he. He looked into a house under construction, uh, didn't commit any felonies, continued on with his jog, and then was wrongfully killed by these people. 
And I just don't see why hunting them down like an animal was what their first instinct. That was when stuff like that happens. Like, why? Why is the first instinct like to go hunt this man down? I, I don't understand. And honestly, at this point, the way things are going, calling the cops might have even not. They might have even been worse than than them doing it themselves. Maybe no justice would have been seen. But it's just crazy going on, man. Ahmaud Aubrey, there's Brianna Taylor. She got she got um her home broken into pretty much by cops well they had a no no knock warrant which pretty much means that they could just bust into the house and she got shot six times the um, apparently when when she got shot actually the suspects were already caught and they were about 10 miles away from their house like it was a completely different area and i just stuff like this like you can't when you're in a position of power like that when you're in a position where you can make radical things happen like that like where you could take a person's life and you could pretty much get away with it and that's what's been happening that's where the outrage is happening really that these people not only are they committing these crimes but they're getting away with it scot-free um that's that's just that's sickening that's sickening to hear that a person's life is getting taken away with no real reason behind it they're just living their lives they're just doing their daily things and then all of a sudden like they're just dying Exactly. You know, like this isn't this isn't at this point. Like I I think these protests and these riots, people are saying, oh well, you know they can't be breaking into stuff or these people are well by a president calling them thugs. And I understand. Trust me, I don't condone them breaking into these these small businesses and no, doing lo- all the stuff like this. Looting, looting is not much. looting is not the solution. Exactly. Exactly. But if, I mean, if you just do a little research, like the actual protesters aren't worth doing this. People are taking advantage of these situations. Mm-hmm. And even then, man, like I watched um, a Trevor Noah um, IG, I, it was an IGTV thing. He kind of just spoke for like a few minutes about what's going on and everything. And he said something about how as a society, we kind of just sign this un we signed this contract kind of this unspoken contract in which we all like agree to live in a society where you know everything is equal and everything is fair we all like no matter you know where you are on the i guess the caste at this point i'm gonna call it a caste system on the <laughs> like yeah no matter where you are there um that you know we, we all abide by it like the homeless dudes aren't just gonna randomly start killing people because they're homeless like they even they have the sense to like keep peace like Poor people aren't just going to like, you know, even if you're poor, like your first instinct isn't to like break into someone's house. It's to kind of get money, your money, your own way. Or, you know, like sometimes people get desperate and that happens. And obviously I don't condone that. That's unfortunate. People are put in horrible situations, but never like, you know, resort to anything like that. But, you know, you understand what I'm saying. Like people Mm -hmm. kind of like we all agree to be civil about things. And um, what he said was that once these contracts keep on being broken like when is it enough like these people these contracts keep on getting ripped up and ripped up and ripped up and like there's no law and order in that like where people are just dying from the people that are being killed from the people that are trying to protect us like why should we still you know keep that contract with society like why like the you know like we keep we say that we're not going to do these things like looting and stuff but like why i'm I'm not condoning it but it is an interesting stance like why keep the contract why not loot like these people are destroy keep on destroying their contract by just letting us like just pretty much killing innocent lives for 
whatever reason. Like, there's no reason. There's been so many situations, the Philando Castile situation, where he got shot in front of his his girlfriend and his daughter just for no reason. He told the officer, I remember that situation, that one hit hard because he got killed in front of his daughter and his his girlfriend. And the officer asked him, do you have a gun? And he said, yes, he was he was telling the officer the truth. And as, and then his Oscar, the officer asked him for papers. And as he was reaching his papers, he was saying, officer, just, I don't have any weapons. And as he reached, he got shot six times. For what reason? He was being honest with the officer. He's being completely transparent, cooperative. cooperative. And the sad thing is that officer was charged not guilty at the end. He got no verdict. He was acquitted. Like things like this, like he said that he was fearing for his life, but when the man was being completely transparent, I just, don't understand why your first instinct like is to shoot this man six times. It's just a sad situation. What's going on in this country. A lot of things are going on. There's a lot of situations. There's not too long ago. I think honestly, the, I, I'm just going to sound bad saying this, but I guess the pregame to the George Floyd thing, that was, was the Amy Cooper situation where this man called Chris Cooper, he's a bird watcher. He's a very avid bird watcher. He told him, York. he went up to Amy yeah. in New York. Yeah, in the park in New York. He went up to the woman, it was Central Park. And he told her, well, ma'am, you can't have your dog here. This is a bird conservatory. We can't have dogs here, you know? And she pretty much just got outraged at him and told her that, I um, mean, told him that she was going to call the cops and tell him that an African-American has threatened me and my dog. And when the man, clear as day in video, is telling is telling her just not to, like, have her dog in the conservatory. Well, fortunately, she got the dog taken away because she was pretty much mistreating the dog in the video, too, which is pretty stupid. And, um, yeah, and I think she got fired from her job, whatever. So I guess that's a little sign of justice. You know, you don't want people like that working for you, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And but I'm saying, man, like stuff like that, what she really did in that video show us the power that these words have. She said an African-American man is threatening me. She knew by saying that, that the cops would act a, a distinct way just by saying these things. And that's that's a sign of racism. And straight up straight like that was there's nothing else to explain her saying that. Like mm-hmm. why describe the man like an African-American man? She was pretty much saying that, like, I know what you're going to do. Like, I know what they're going to do once they catch you. And, you know, they're going to act a bit more aggressively because, you know, I'm going to get my way because of this. And after that, she gave a bullshit apology. But, you know, it's because she got caught. Like, I, I'm not buying that shit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That leads back to today. With these protests and riots, I feel the world is at a standstill. and We're at a point of, of extreme tension and nothing's changing right now. And from did you see Donald Trump's um, stunt, his photo shoot in front of the church? Yeah, that was honestly, that was disgusting, even towards the people that follow him and say they're Christian and all this stuff. Like, if you don't see the blatant, he had a photo op like using this as propaganda. Yes, that's, just, he, that's disgusting. Violently pushed back protesters. And even my, my mom had something to say about this. My mom's been pretty um, calm about the whole situation. We try not to get too heated at the dinner table. Um, but she she spoke and she saw the video of um, Bishop Marion Edgar Budd. Uh, the yeah. the, Episcop- the Episcopalian bishop who represented yeah. the church. And um, even the bishop said, you know, it was a charade. She used the word charade. He's, he's, he's you know, performing a charade. Um, he didn't, he was just there to really do nothing. He divided, he, everything he does and says is divisive. 
Um, I try to stay away from his Twitter. For some reason, they keep showing up on my on my timeline. And it's, you know, him dividing the country, um, pointing blame when really a leader in this situation should be calming people, should be uniting um, uniting people, easing tension, and really he's done nothing to do that. And um, in his um, his address, did, did you see the address, the one about um, martial law, really? Yeah, pretty much I saw that address. He practically say um he practically said that he is a president of law and order and that he vowed that if the looting continue and the mayors didn't pretty much take any more aggressive action that he would deploy u.s military and quickly solve the problem for them he pretty much called war against his own people he pretty much said like look like what you're like he just first of all before i before i even get into that situation this guy like he really thinks he he just gets away with saying whatever he wants and it's just insane to me that like you said he's so divisive he doesn't really get it he pretty much he's just a power hungry man mm-hmm. and that's how i feel all about all these these maga people the make america great again people i look at you know i try to find a trait in every single one of them what is it what is it that keeps these people together is it you know this or that or what's what really is it because i see some of these people and all, not all of them are you know racist you know that like pretty much assholes they're not all like horrible people like trust me i you can't have a group of just straight you know evil people but there, if there's one thing that they all have in common that i've realized is that they're power hungry every single one of them i've realized that they're for some reason they have they have a fetish for power man yeah. that's the best way i could put it there's something about them cont- having like a sense of control over people no matter from where they range if they're you know poor middle class rich like they have this thing where they feel like having power over people is a i don't know if that's a solution if that's that's the main goal you know have your throw on someone's neck and just sure. keeping it there and just keeping it there and keeping it there and that's just that it's, that, it's, it's, that power it's hungry true. nature manifests itself in the inequality and racism and police brutality exactly. that's the problem it's, Exactly. That's the one thing that I see in common in all these situations is just that these people, there's something about them having power that they just get off on, bro. That's just, that's just, I, I, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy to me. But yeah, um, going off on the Trump martial law comments, it's just, he's so divisive, man. Not one time has he, you know, talked about the protests, like, you know, just like, the, I understand you or I get your point, you know, something, you know, because at the end of the day, like, the man just lost his life. This has been going on forever. Like as a president, you have to like be some, have some type of compassion. He hasn't yeah. pretty much said one thing about it. All he's done is pretty much called out on the riots happening and called out like, and just not created any type of peace, created more divisiveness through it. Exactly. So, he's trying to dehumanize these people in protest. Exactly. exactly. Ignore our voice, ignore the people he should be serving, which is, you know, the, one of the big problems. Yeah. And, you know, that's sadly what's happening in our country right now. Um, and guys, I just want you to know, everyone listening to this podcast, we will, on the podcast, we actually just started an Instagram. We were hoping we'd talk about something um, a bit more uplifting, a little... Something, something not that like, serious. Something not that serious. But unfortunately, this is um, this is what we have to talk about. I feel like anything else would be tone deaf of us. It would be just be irresponsible to use a platform where... Fortunately, we've gathered a few of you guys to listen to every week to 
to just, you know, use our platform in any other way. So um, on the podcast, we will post links of, on uh, and give you guys websites, petitions, donations, anything, something, credible stuff, you know, because there is a lot of stuff floating around the internet right stuff now. Stuff that we, we picked out I, personally. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff that are floating out on the internet right now that, you know, there's always going to be people taking advantage, sadly. People just, just putting bullshit up, you know, just to put bullshit up. But, you know, stuff that we really believe in that we believe that you should, um, that we should stand behind. Mm-hmm. So that will be let, let, getting back to the standstill that we're at. The change that we need um, is respond is comes down to us. We um, for for change to happen. Um, first of all, you need to demand police accountability from your legislators. This is one of the options. You know, believing in our our system, uh, our um, our federal system, and the government that we have. Even if, you know, it seems bleak, there are ways, there are good people somewhere that will listen and help. Um, you can make a donation. Like Victor said, we'll, we'll accumulate um, credible links and, and things that we truly believe in, such as George Floyd's family fund or Ahmaud Aubrey's family fund. Um, you can join a protest if you feel like you can safely. And if you can't yes, do please, that, safely. If, safely keyword and if you can't do that you can help with a cleanup effort after the protest to make sure you know these protests are left with a good name and most importantly i think you need to educate yourselves you need to educate others and like like victor has pointed out um you need to educate kids you need to educate the youth on equality because ultimately um that's what we're going to leave behind and we need to be able to be proud of what we leave behind and um you know if that means calling out calling out your older relatives who have a different mindset, you know, go ahead, ruin Thanksgiving. If you have to, you need to <laughs> change starts with us. And it's, it starts here. It, it you can, you can uh, repost things on Instagram, you do all these things, but that's kind of distant from where you are. You need to take action from what's around you, from what you can reach, call out your friends. If you have to, they'll still be your friends. You know, if, if you set them really straight. your friends, if you set them straight, you know, if you could really talk to some, somebody about something tough, then they'll, they'll still be your friends. They'll respect what you have to say. And they'll hopefully what you says gets to them. And, you know, it, sh- it shows it shows you who people really are. Like this. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends, actually, that I n- did not think um, I'm not going to shout them out because there's really no reason to shout someone out for just being a decent human being but I didn't expect some of you guys to really come at me and like, you know, have these conversations with me where you're like, look, man, I see the other side. I really want to like help out and just stuff like that where, you know, their opinions might've been a little different on certain, certain situations before might've not been as, you know, they might not be invested because it didn't affect them, but like you guys are really showing out. And honestly, that's, that's love. That really shows that you guys kind of give a fuck about like, what you know, about people other than yourselves. And honestly, yeah. that's, that's, that's love, man. I, I really respect you guys. You guys know who you are. You guys have been hitting me up every day, kind of just sometimes use me as like the guy to just see what I should say, what I should do. And honestly, I don't have all the answers, but I try with you guys. And um, like Arm was saying, I'm going to just repeat this one more time. Like you guys have the responsibility to leave a better impression for the next generation. I feel like I'm, I'm honestly, if we could take one positive out of this is that we're really trying like this generation. I see you guys really like doing your best just by doing something simple, man. It doesn't have to be anything like, trust me, guys, you guys might think that oh, what does a post on Instagram do or this and that? Guys, you guys have hundreds of interactions like on your social medias every day. Like if you post a story, you get hundreds of like interactions. You get a bunch of people replying, a bunch of people seeing this. Like once you see this stuff over and over, like it starts to stick. 
just like this bullshit propaganda this man puts up to his people like we could do the same just you know but we honestly like try your best to put factual stuff out there try your best just to you know put information that's actually helpful not just something that'll benefit you or you know something that you just know nothing about research whatever you're gonna you know put money into or sign before you do it please and um that's those only words i have to say aren't if you want to say one more thing ultimately this this issue of racism this issue of being treated right should should not be a bipartisan issue ultimately no. it everyone should be treated correctly exactly um, you know left or right uh either wing you know we're, we're still part of the same bird and and you know peace peace for this week's artist corner we still want to spread love and creativity so i'm choosing aubrey by shenzi this week um with everything in line happening i think this song is kind of a kind of fits the situation the song's name is rebel without a pause by public enemy listen to the song guys i'll be i'll be bumping that bump that put that shit up throw the speakers up feel something get motivated to do something change starts with us peace out guys peace